Hello and welcome to episode 60 of the Spiritual Success Podcast. Oh, I am blown away right now. I have just finished recording this episode and I usually record the intro separately, but I just really wanted to keep it in tune with the rest of the energy of this episode because it was intense. This is a powerful, powerful episode and I'm close friends with Ashley and I'm sure we've had many past lives together. But I'm going to be talking to Ashley today about twin flames. So Ashley is also known as the soul surgeon. She's a soul healer and embodiment coach. She is an incredibly talented psychic and healer and she has had a twin flame journey herself. And it was so incredibly powerful and profound that it's led her to teach a lot about twin flames. And she also offers services to help people along their twin flame journey, which she does talk about at the end of the podcast. So if you've ever been curious about what a twin flame is, if you've ever looked online and felt confused, or maybe if you think you are in a twin flame relationship, then this episode is going to clear those questions up for you. She shares so many insights and some of them are from Spirit. So enjoy this episode. Welcome to the Spiritual Success Podcast with me, Liz Roberta, a place for spiritual people who want to grow, learn and succeed in life and in business. I'll be talking to successful spiritual entrepreneurs, authors and thought leaders to understand what creates a meaningful and soul aligned life. So come on in Lightworkers, this is your time to shine. Hi Ashley. Hi Liz. How are you today? I'm really good, thank you. How are you? I'm buzzing. (laughs) I feel like we've just both connected into this energetic portal. (laughs) For people listening, some context. About half an hour before we went on this call, I just shared an Instagram post about my book reveal because we're recording this like months in advance. And then Ashley messaged me like, oh my God, I've just had this bolt of energy, like I'm shaking. And I was like, oh my God, me too. But I thought it was about the Instagram post I just shared. But yeah, we're both here just like trembling. Yeah, my my, <laughs> my legs my legs are just, they've just got this bolt of energy just rising up my body right now. So it's so intense. <laughs> this is going to be a powerful episode. I'm so excited. Activating, definitely activating. <laughs> activating AF for sure. Oh, right. Let's ground ourselves. I'm holding a Lemurian crystal. I had to light a candle. I sprayed some essential oils just to try and anchor. Yeah. But clearly some important stuff has to come through today. So can you start off by first of all, telling us how you became the soul surgeon, how you became soul healer and embodiment coach? Yeah. So I think it's really important to kind of go back a little bit through childhood as well, because It always really stems from very, very young age. I knew I was here to help people and I kind of went through life really going through some difficult times and not really being very aware of my my path. So I had lots of different jobs and I suffered greatly with anxiety and depression. And I think through growing up and, and, you know, having these things that came into my life that you know, pushed me towards my purpose have been such big life learning lessons. And it enabled me to really connect with my true purpose. And so going into 2018, I had this huge awakening. And I always knew from a young age, I was spiritual, but I blocked all of these gifts out, as we all tend to do. And it wasn't until later on, I really began to connect with those gifts and in 2018 I really went through a very difficult time from a narcissistic relationship and I had this huge awakening and it made me realize I really had to work on myself and as a result of that I know that I had that karmic connection with my ex-partner and it really broke me down so I spent a year really working on myself and then in 2020 I just had this excelled (laughs) um, awakening that I can only describe as a huge fast track and this was kind of the beginning when I bumped into my twin flame and so this experience really connected me 
to have this deep urgency of searching for my purpose. And so I started sort of seeing all of these angel numbers and went on this crazy ascension sort of experience. And it was then that I began to unravel all of my spiritual gifts and they all happened so quickly. And I know you have received so many voice notes from me about my journey and how everything happened so quickly. And I began to connect and I wanted to expand my gifts. And so I began training as a quantum flow practitioner, which um, in turn really helped me to um, start that kind of inner child work and really ground in my body because I was so disconnected from my body, all the years of anxiety and depression, and I just wasn't connected at all. And it was in that moment when I began to connect and ground into my body, that's when I opened up to my spiritual gifts and I connected to tarot and I began to learn tarot and I picked that up very easily and I found that to be such a healing tool and it then enabled me to progress into other areas so I then developed an intuitive energy healing ability and it was very much a very quick journey and I had all of these other opportunities that came to me. So I was able to co-author a book. And then I also had an opportunity that came to me to present a intuitive and tarot series, which was such a huge opportunity. And, and I felt like all of these things were kind of rapidly coming towards me. And it was a huge momentum of transformation and up-leveling. And so I really just have connected with my purpose over the last year or so and it's just been so intense and overwhelming but I also feel like this has linked in so much with the twin flame journey and when we link into the twin flame journey it's a journey where you are connected and aligned to unlocking your purpose and your true self and I feel like that's been a really huge life lesson of mine throughout life is to really tap into my identity my authenticity and my purpose and so yeah when I met my twin and, and bumped into him again it just set off this huge accelerated spiritual awakening wow what a journey and I was <laughs> going to bring up the tarot thing on tv because that was huge and I remember when it was happening so can you talk more about that because that was just a massive achievement for you yeah so I originally was was doing the tarot I'm just very very can't get my words out I'm just I've got so much energy going through my body <laughs> it's insane um so when I originally started doing tarot I was just doing it with friends and I'd only just started reaching out to people on Facebook and Instagram and um, just for practice and so when I went to uni my friend Beth her husband uh, is the director of Iconic Media Group and I didn't actually realize this at the time but she saw what I was doing online and she reached out to me and she said oh Jamie would love you to come on and do a series about connecting with your intuition and tarot and at the time I remember thinking wow this is such a huge opportunity that there's so many other people who have been you know doing this longer than I have and and then I started to think, like, why has this opportunity, why has it come to me? And I knew that, that it had come to me for a reason and that I was really, you know, being pushed to be seen and to share my gifts and to share my energy because I, I know that as a light worker that, you know, we need to share our light to help others with their own healing journey, their own ascension, and ideally to help with the ascension of the planet as a whole. So. It was just such a huge opportunity and it was an amazing experience because I've really just stepped into that higher version of myself and I just learned so much from that experience. And ever since that experience, I've just had up-leveling after up-leveling. And again, it's just this momentum building. So yeah, it was an incredible opportunity to get and I'm so excited for it to be released. It's not released yet, but it's coming out at the beginning of 2022 so yeah I'm very very excited 
So it'll be out when this is out then. So where can people find it and watch it? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it will be on the Iconic Media Group for those interested. So excited for you. Absolutely incredible. And I, I know what you mean about connecting with Tarot. I have always had a really strong connection with it as well. And I know similarly to me and probably everyone else listening, you've had past lives where you were a mystic and I'm sure we probably used tarot cards then. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I, I do feel that strong connection with tarot and it just came so easily. So I have no doubt that, yeah, within past lives, there was that connection and I have had past life regression done as well, and that has come through quite a lot, the energy healing, the, the tarot reading. And, yeah, it's it's just such an amazing healing tool, being able to help people see what blocks they need to release as well. And I just find it incredibly healing with the work that I do as well because I can combine that with the energy healing, and I do that a lot within my sessions with clients and I find that it it works really well because you can get that visual representative as well to show people how you know what they need to work on and what's coming through for them. Agreed I love it so much and I know the readings that I've done for people it's sparked such a light bulb moment because I think just having that outside perspective obviously either from a reader or just the cards themselves they just shine a light on things that maybe you're not facing. That's it. Absolutely. Yeah. And and I remember when I was actually learning tarot and, you know, pulling the cards and, and I was thinking, oh, yeah, actually, that's what I really need to focus on or what's coming up for me. And sometimes you can't see things yourself. So I, I always feel like it's a, a really good tool if you do need that extra guidance and clarity that someone can give to you, you know, to help you along the way. It's really powerful. Definitely. Well, I could talk about tarot all day because it has <laughs> such a special place in my heart. But we should probably go back to Twin Flames because you did start talking about that earlier. And just as I clicked on to our voice recording, it was eleven eleven. So let's talk that. about crazy. Let's talk about Twin Flames. So I know a little bit about Twin Flames just because I've done research. So I've never actually had one so I'm very glad that you're on here today sharing your personal experience so what's your definition of a twin flame okay so I first of all I think it's really important to kind of connect that it's it's so much simpler when you realize that everyone is a soul and that we all have sort of light and and dark aspects of our soul and each person is made up of that so we're all here as souls to learn on this planet from from one another we can't do that alone and our twin flame is our biggest teacher so they are the other half of our soul and I think it's important to kind of get that across and and get how we're all here to learn from these experiences because it also links into our our own lessons and our karma but also you can have that awareness of how everyone else is also on that journey as well because then you can come from a place of like compassion and love and you're able to see from another person's point of view how their journey might unfold and you can see behaviors in other people and I think that there's a lot of discrepancies across in the online world with twin flames and what they are and I think it's so confusing to people because the twin flame journey is not about finding that perfect love and outside of yourself it's actually a journey about finding that divine love within yourself and coming home to yourself so a lot of people I think can get caught up in this idea of like oh when I find my twin flame I'm going to be you know I'm going to be happy but it's actually it's just about coming home to yourself and so being that of the twin flames and being divine light beings and souls I believe that the makeup of the the twin flame souls we have the masculine and feminine energy and they they can't be created without another so there is a split and when a soul is formed they they first contain identical soul signatures but then afterwards they they split in these aspects and they separate and so I believe that we then go on that journey to kind of experience 
and we do this from lots of different past lives but then we come back again to then activate and that is when we we go through this experience this awakening and so the twin flames uh, have this higher soul connection so they have this shared chakra connection which is awakened and and this kind of makes sense as to this, some of the experiences that I've experienced, the, the feelings, the sensations and feeling like you have someone else's energy, but it's not yours and you know it's not yours. And so it's really interesting as I've gone along this journey and, you know, the different sort of experiences and sensations I've had in my body, how it links um, and how I've kind of connected that just through doing my own research. But they are your biggest mirror, your twin flame, and they will really reflect to you everything that you need to work on in yourself and it can be a really really harsh reality check and from my own personal experience I know that I just went through this huge rapid uncovering of basically all the shit that I didn't want to face Um, and it was incredibly incredibly tough but they're also they have this magnetism It's such a strong, intense magnetic connection with a twin flame. And it's almost like that instant soul recognition, like the eyes are the gateway to the soul. And there is just that such strong connection that you have never felt with anyone else. And it is just that very spiritual, that sacred element that just assists you to ascend and grow spiritually. And it and it does have that higher purpose of coming together to not just heal the both of you but also to heal and bring light and awakening to the planet um so it's 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 just a really really beautiful connection but it's also a very challenging connection because it differs so much from other connections and it's an unconditional love a love without societal conditions or expectations that it's it's definitely not a love that doesn't have boundaries or respect because then we kind of lead into these other connections like karmic connections that can be you know very very intense just like a twin flame connection but they can also have this real real tough tough and challenging connection where you feel like something's never going to work out and there's that that as that that real sort of challenging aspect but going back to twin flames I do believe that in this lifetime, if you have met your twin flame, then you will be together. And obviously, we're all energy and we're never permanently separated in as as on a soul level. But physically, we might be we might be separated for a while. But I believe that they will come back together. And I do believe that, you know, this is for a reason, right? All of these signs that are happening to twin flames I don't believe that they're all for nothing. I, I, I you know, I, I really believe that this is happening for a reason because otherwise life would be normal, right? <laughs> we wouldn't have to go through all of this. And I believe that, yeah, you'll you'll come together and unite. Um, and some twins have a purpose together and others are just here to learn lessons together. So they might both individually have spiritual teachings or work that they are here to complete it might just be one of the twins that is here to complete work but there is that very strong spiritual connection and I believe that now I have asked my guides this and I have also done my research around this because there is there is just so so much out there on the internet so people can get confused and I believe that we have this soul structure so this is where the number 144 comes in and I'll talk about this because there's a lot about this on the internet but um so there's the 144 souls now this links into the 144,000 light workers that are supposedly here at this time to raise the vibration of the planet now each of these souls they're split into 72 masculine 72 feminine And then these are split into a set of 24 souls. So that is your innermost soul group that you're connected to. And these are the people that you hold the closest vibration with you. 
And I believe I've already met some of these people um, just through, you know, speaking to people online about their sync, the amazing synchronicities that we've had and how we've both gone through the same things at the same time. And it's just absolutely incredible to talk to other people who are also experiencing this. But yeah, the, the truth is I am still navigating my way through this journey. And um, it's just it's just fascinating to listen to other people to read what else is out there and if anyone's interested as well there is an amazing book called the the twin flame and it's by jen mccarthy and it's a really wonderful book and it just details a lot about the journey and actually it was really comforting to read that because i could relate to so much of what she spoke about in that book so it's a really great read if anyone is interested further in this topic. And also on the topic of twin flame, you can also have a true twin flame, but you, I believe that you can also have a catalyst twin flame. So that is someone who appears before your true twin flame appears. And they will also teach you some really big lessons about yourself. Specifically, you'll have a lot of synchronicities with them, but I feel like they they trigger a lot of abandonment wounds in you and they will prepare you to then meet your true twin flame. So yeah, there, there's just so much to this journey. And yeah, it's just something that fascinates me every single day. I'm learning more and more about this journey. And I just, it's so overwhelming to begin with, because obviously, I know that one of my biggest wounds has been the fear of being seen, the fear of speaking up. And I know that my guides at the same time are pushing me so much like, you've got to speak your truth about this subject because there are other people out there who need to hear this, who need to hear the truth of what's going on. And yeah, so uh, this opportunity in itself is an amazing way to do this. And I know it will be really, really activating. So yeah, twin flames. <laughs> I have so many questions. So let's start with the first one then. So you talked earlier about misconceptions. And when I wrote my blog about Twin Flames in, I think it was Feb 20, either 2021 or 2020. I think it was 2021. It was because I'd seen multiple people online, people who were spiritual entrepreneurs. Some of them had quite significant followings who were in a relationship and did videos about being Twin Flames were certain they were with their twin flame and they all broke up like everyone who I saw being a twin flame broke up so I wrote this article being like guys don't sensationalize this like yes. it seems to be a crazy ride and actually I think people get confused between a soulmate and maybe someone you've been with in multiple past lives where it's very comfortable you feel like you've known each other forever but it's a very calm stable secure like lifelong relationship and twin flames. I mean, the word flame indicates fiery. Mm -hmm. So what do you think the difference is between a soulmate and a twin flame? Is there anything you can kind of add to what I've just said? Yeah, I mean, I think that the difference with twin flames and soulmates, I feel like soulmates are not really there to challenge you as such as a twin flame would necessarily with the twin flame, I feel like it, there is this challenging aspect. However, it's very, very difficult. And this is where that, that kind of fine line between the two happens. Because even with twin flames, karmics and soulmates, there is this connection between them all. Because we can have several of these in our life to learn from. And they're also all very intense magnetic and emotional soul connections so if we have these strong connections you know past life connections it's sometimes very difficult um you know to break that down into well is this really this or you know do i have a twin flame do i have a soul connection but i feel like with the twin flame it's it's almost like the most insane synchronicities that will lead you together and the whole story of this unfolding is like the most romantic movie that you could 
ever think of. And the way that you end up together, the way that your journey unfolds, that is what I feel is the difference. Um, and kind of like that, that, that difference in the soulmates and the twin flames. And obviously you always have free will. You don't have to end up with your twin flame. You can choose not to because some people will choose not to because it's it's too difficult. And, you know, there, there is always that that connection with the twin flames. I, I feel like it, it is very divine fated connection. And it's almost like in every cell of your being, you know that this is your person and there will be such a magnetic pull towards them it's like even if you try and come away from them you will come back and the divine will make sure of that by putting in place these divine interventions where you'll meet up and even I have spoken to quite a lot of people in the sense that twin flames always end up in the same places at the same time so like they'll travel to different countries, they'll move to the same locations, they'll get jobs in the same places. Um, and that's actually happened to me really, really yeah. um, randomly. It's it's just insane when you look back and see how how things unfold in that way. And after speaking to others as well, that's that's happened um, similarly to them as well. So, yeah, I feel like it is that very intense connections and Twin flames, then they're not one-sided because they'll both feel that intensity and attraction to to one another, even if they are temporarily separated. Or one of the twins can can leave because you have the runner and the chaser, so that dynamic where there is that pull away and you know that very very intense connection. But yeah, I feel like it's very very difficult, very difficult to to break that that barrier however when doing the research online and speaking to other people I just feel like it is that kind of that just magnetic beyond you just you just feel that very divine beyond connection with a twin flame like you've never met anyone else in your life like it and it's just so magnetic and you just feel like you've never connected with anyone like that way before and I've you feel home you just have the sense of feeling like you're home and I remember one time when I was with my twin I had this insane activation in my solar plexus and it was like a vibrating plate just going off in near my solar plexus and I'd never experienced anything like it before it was like someone had turned on a button and like switched me on to activate me and it was just the most insane insane activation I've I've ever experienced and it was nothing like pins and needles it's not like any of these other kind of you know experiences that sensations that we get in our body and it was it was pretty crazy okay so that leads me on to my next question because I know your experience was with a romantic relationship does every twin flame relationship have to be a romantic one or will people find a twin flame in say their child or a family member? Yes so I I believe that and and this is from talking to a lot of people you know just from the online space as well the majority are romantic however I think that all souls have a twin flame not everyone remembers they have one and nor are they contracted to unite with their twin in this lifetime? So I believe that all souls are created with a twin and masculine and feminine energy because it can't be separated from itself. But in terms of the connections, I, I think that this could be a family member, this could be a friend, this could be a lover. I, I don't necessarily think that it has to be romantic. However, just from my own personal experience, yeah, connecting to people, it does end up turning out to be that way. But yeah, it's just unraveling this journey as you go to find out more and more. And, and again, it's that linking in with those close soul past life connections, because they can all be so intense, right? So you might get confused along the way, like you said earlier, with, is this a soulmate? Is this a twin flame? is this a karmic you know it's it's quite difficult to distinguish sometimes 
between that. However, I do believe, you know, as a soul is a soul. So it doesn't necessarily have to mean that, you know, we have to be a male and a female coming together in a romantic situation because every single one of us has those masculine and feminine aspects. So it could be two females, it could be two males, it could be, you know, a mother and the child. So, yeah, I, I believe that 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 connection is there because it it's so t- intense and it doesn't necessarily have to come from a place of, of being romantic. Okay, thanks for clarifying that. That's definitely food for thought. I know everyone listening is going to be like, hmm, I wonder who might. I wonder is. who, yeah. <laughs> so, obviously, most of the focus around Twin Flames is about love relationships and that's what yours was. Mm. And you obviously talk to a lot of people about Twin Flames because it's a lot of the content that you share. And I know when I did my blog about it, I got so many messages from people because people just need to talk about it. It's like the most profound thing that's happened on their journey. So is it possible for a Twin Flame love relationship to last? And for someone who like if someone knows they're in one right now and they know the odds are against them, maybe, do you have any advice for how they can potentially nurture it so that it does last in the long run? Yeah, so going back again with these relationships, you you always have free will. So you, you can choose a soulmate instead. You don't have to be with your twin flame and you should certainly not wait around for them because that's just that's coming from a place of a need and that lack mentality which is fear-based and with the twin flame connection in order to come into union you have to come from that place of being in alignment and having that divine love within yourself first so there will be challenges just like in any other relationship but it's about nurturing that balance within you and not becoming too consumed with the other person and coming from that needy space and I think that's actually a very big test of this journey because you you can't it can be so obsessive because you just have that really intense connection with someone but it's also just your biggest teacher because it's showing you like codependency wounds it's it's, you know it's showing you all of these things that you need to highlight and bringing the focus back to yourself but it's a big test and because we're all having a human experience and humans want that connection and I think that it is very important to build that intimacy and trust and open vulnerable communication which is also a big lesson for twin flames because twin flames often have this abandonment wound that they carry so they have this you know fear of rejection and so that's a big lesson for them so I I think that it's really important to have that open communication and obviously twins have that telepathic connection to one another anyway and so they already have that really divine strong bonded connection there and even when you're together I do believe that you're still going to have you know that that disconnect sometimes because it is a challenging connection you're you're both there to help each other learn and to help each other spiritually ascend so I think that it's really important you know to to come with an open mind about that as well and just be all sort of open really to exploring other options not just setting your your heart on a twin flame because actually what spirit's telling me to to say uh, right now is that there does seem to be in the spiritual industry this pedestal of you've got to meet your twin flame and sometimes it can be to people's detriment, I think, because we, if we haven't resolved trauma, then we can have, we can come from a place of need and, and lack, and we have this unhealed separation trauma. So that can actually mirror a twin flame connection. So that could be like fear and emotional commitment, feeling comfortable of being secure, lack of intimacy. And, and so we can actually have that connection with a twin flame connection but if we don't resolve these then that can just lead us to meeting someone who is not in alignment with us and I think sometimes people also link twin flames to narcissists now narcissists will never be twin flames they a twin flame will never treat you the way that a narcissist would 
because they will only come to you with divine love. There will not be that challenging aspect to it in that sense. And so I think it's quite important to, you know, to to share that message as well. And I do believe that we have these past life soul connections. So we're just experiencing sometimes previous trauma as well from a past life. And then in this instance, we could be here to learn about that in this lifetime. So this is where this is where things cross over. And I feel like it's really important to pay attention and have that awareness what's coming up for you um you know what kind of trauma do we need to work on and release and and when we come from that place we are then able to become whole in ourselves and we will align with the right person um so i think that's really important message to get across with with that kind of trauma bond and just coming from a place of of that need and seeking someone else and this journey is just totally about coming into wholeness within yourself um and I think sometimes when you when you don't release the the trauma and emotional wounds then sometimes I think we can live in a bit of a fantasy and we can become detached and and so that's when you get into those you know those negative patterns and cycles where we end up meeting the wrong people so I think it's really important for you to always focus on building that love within yourself you know rather than thinking of oh you know am I going to meet someone or am I going to stay connected with someone because when we're always in alignment with ourselves we we will always come into alignment with the right people. I love that so much and I had a question come to me while you were talking and I think this may have been what your experience was I'm not entirely sure but does everyone who is a twin flame need to be spiritual? Because what if you're in a twin flame relationship, you know what's going on, but you're with a guy who isn't spiritual at all and doesn't realize? Yeah, so so this is really interesting because I I I am very spiritual, but my twin isn't necessarily very spiritual. And although he was open to hearing about things he wasn't very spiritual however I feel like at the end of the day we are all souls and this is all part of this awakening process so it doesn't necessarily mean that you know you get into this connection and then all of a sudden you're just going to become this um, major spiritual person but I think it does help to elevate your state of consciousness and it's extremely powerful um, at being able to awaken you to like your higher self and ultimately I think that's what it comes down to so you know there are people out there who I believe who might not necessarily be that spiritual but they have basically enabled to come into wholeness within themselves so it's not really a case of them being you know totally pushed into this space however the majority of people I've spoken to along the way have been pushed into that space um, of like total, you know, ascension and just uncovering and awakening to the world and awakening to themselves. And so I, I think that the majority of people who are twin flames do end up coming into, you know, that spiritual space and alignment and just it's like a, the biggest wake up call of your life. <laughs> And what are the biggest lessons that you've learned on your twin flame journey? Oh my gosh, so, so, so many. So the first one, like once you have awakened and I feel like once you know you're on this journey, there is no escape. Like it is, you you can't have the denial, you can't go back. The only way out is to basically, you know, face face everything that you've tried to hide from. And the spirit won't let you hide that I I tried because <laughs> it became so overwhelming and spirit was like, no, no. And so everything in this connection, it just brought up so much for me from like the depths of my deepest, darkest parts. And I realized how much I abandoned myself. I realized I had codependency issue. I had rejection 
intimacy struggles and I think the biggest one for me was about speaking my truth and authenticity but I think just through realizing as well that I just was so bad at setting boundaries with people I I've just been such a people pleaser my whole life it's just been one of the biggest lessons I've learned in it's okay to say no and as an empath right you want to be able to help everyone because that's just what empaths want to do and they're just very caring people but that's when the biggest lesson comes in of setting boundaries and also just self-love and I know that's why I was attracting the wrong people in my life because I was attracting emotionally unavailable men I was attracting narcissists in my life not just in a partner but I also had a friend who was a narcissist and I've just learned so so much so much and it yeah it, it just made me realize that you can't keep wearing a mask to hide away from things and you have to face your darkness in order to get your light and in order to be a more empowered version of yourself and yeah it's it's been a long journey of going from someone who has always really wanted to blend in and just fit in to like really stepping into my power and I know that in the twin flame journey it, it won't just be me who was going through this I know my twin will will be experiencing you know the awakening as well and and both twins have to do the inner work to come into union it's not one-sided it's all part of the journey so sometimes even though it might seem you're not on the same page and that union hasn't happened I know that from speaking from other people, the biggest thing is not letting that get in the way of the feeling of unconditional love. And it is your ultimate lesson before union. You have to you have to send unconditional love whenever you think of your twin. You have to remember that both of you have experienced lifetimes of trauma and awareness through like the trials and relationships over the past lives and you can't come from a place of judgment you have to come from a place of forgiveness compassion and love always in everything you do and that's been a big lesson as well just ha also having compassion and forgiveness for myself because I know that I've always been the biggest harsh critic on myself um, and so that's been a very big lesson but also it's taught me so much about balancing my feminine and masculine energies. I've had to do a lot of work with, you know, the wounded feminine aspect of myself and the wounded ma masculine. So, yeah, just so, so, so many lessons. <laughs> Sounds so, so powerful. And thank you for sharing all of those with us. For anyone listening who needs help with their twin flame journey what can you offer them in terms of your spiritual services so I would say like the favorite thing I love to do is helping people to to truly come back home to themselves and just find that love within themselves first and foremost because this then enables them to then tap into you know their spiritual gifts and just coming from a more empowered place and I love using the tarot I love the twin flame tarot readings I offer and being able to help guide people on that journey so I do offer twin flame tarot readings I also offer twin flame healing in itself so I'm actually going to be releasing my um, twin soul collective healing program which is a journey to divine love and that enables us to look at your core wounds, focus on the shadow work, connecting to the inner child, connecting to the past lives that we need to learn lessons from and release the trauma in that way. And it's so that you can then integrate and connect to your higher self and come into that divine love and union within yourself first. And then this will then enable you to align to the divine love that you desire. So I'm really, really excited to help more people. And with that, I have worked with some people uh, so far on my journey that have now come into union with their twin flame or had un total unexpected communication like even after we've just jumped off of a healing session and it's been truly amazing to help people in that way and just enabling people to come from a more empowered space and just also even building the community that I've had with connections in terms of 
where people are on their twin flame journey and sharing our experiences and that in itself has just helped me to create this program and to help build the services that I can offer others and just regaining experience from others so yeah really exciting and I also offer womb healing as well and embodiment services so specifically I know that one of my well my strongest guide is Mary Magdalene and I know that I'm being very called to help the divine feminine rise and so I know that with my energy healing the way that this works enables me to connect to people's womb space and when we have trauma we hold it all in our womb space and so even through past lifetimes we just hold all of this within our dna within our womb and until we release it it's going to stay there and it's going to keep enabling us to keep recreating these same patterns and negative cycles and it holds us back in life and this can build up to creating like an abscess in the womb and from what I, I see when I do my energy healing, it's like I blast through that shadow aspect and I create the space to then allow the emotions to flow. And then that's when my embodiment practices and modalities come into play because it then enables to awaken that divine feminine, that inner goddess that we all have within us. So I find that all of those modalities work really well together and I just love doing the work um, as well as my moon circles and my women's circles and also my artwork because my art was something that came to me during uh, the lockdown and I've realised that my art is really um, empowering because what I actually do is I connect to people's energy and I connect to their womb space and I then channel that onto canvas but I also receive these quantum quantum light codes clairvoyantly that I connect to the painting as well so it is like an art healing womb art um so yeah it's very therapeutic and you can use it as sort of like a meditation piece as well and I've had some really fantastic you know reviews from my clients in in terms of using these pieces these powerful pieces to help them connect to their womb space as well and their healing journey so yeah lots lots of things to offer people and I'm sure these will expand as the journey goes on so yeah really really exciting (laughs) it sounds incredible what's your favorite thing about doing this work between all of those offerings my favorite thing is just truly being lit up with this work it lights me the fuck up like it just is you can just see the power and the huge impact it can have on people to help them connect into their higher selves and I just love seeing I love seeing my own growth because I you know I was in such a dark place before I connected to my spirituality again and I I love I love helping others. I've always loved helping others. And now the fact that I've come into this space where I'm able to share those gifts with other people to, you know, give them that empowerment back in, in their lives. It's, it's just so rewarding. It's so incredibly rewarding. And I absolutely love it. And um, how about you, Liz? What is your most favorite thing? Oh, I've never had someone turn it back on me. Um, <laughs> Mine's probably similar to you, the feeling of total alignment Mm. and knowing how much impact my alignment has on the world. Like when I'm most aligned and lit up, like you said, that is when I can just feel energy pulsing out. That's when all the words come through that I need to share. And that's how I have the biggest impact. And I love the realization that those two things are tied that when we're totally in tune with our purpose as my book is about that's also when we have the biggest impact on the world and create the most positive change so it's like win-win yeah I love that I love that and yeah I I definitely think that the the whole twin flame experience it's just enabled me to come from that space of being able to connect to a whole other aspect inside of this spiritual journey so I think that's probably another favorite thing that yeah has 
has definitely been very impactful on my journey and just enabled me to excel but yeah you have so many amazing things to offer people and you're just you are so activating whenever I see you on social media I'm like Liz has just activated me (laughs) so funny because the first time that Rachel and I shared a bed together she woke up in the middle of the night and thought she was having a stroke (laughs) that's that is so hilarious oh god but if you are you just have such an activating energy so it's just you know so fascinating to see you with like all your different tools that you can offer people and how you know you bring your energy because it's it is so powerful um and I know the two of us together on this call we will be activating many and yeah it's just I love it I love the work it's so fun isn't it where can people find you what's your Instagram website all that stuff um so my Instagram handle is the soul surgeon so it's at the underscore soul underscore surgeon and my website is www.the-soul-surgeon.com do you have any last words that you or spirit want to say this call has been so activating for me personally and throughout the whole call and I just I'm so excited to hear how people receive the information and if there are any questions that anyone would like me to answer or give any more detail on then please feel free to reach out to me but this has just been so activating this whole call um and yeah just thank you so much for enabling me to have this opportunity to share my journey um and it's been it's been amazing Thank you so much, Ashley. This has been incredible. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode and please remember to subscribe to this podcast. I'm sure that like me, you would love for more people to know this information. So if you leave a review and send me a screenshot of it on Instagram, which is at I am Liz Roberta, you'll get a $50 voucher code to use on one of my online course launches. This won't be around forever. So go and leave a review now and I'll see you next time.